1: How are you? Welcome to the amazing women and men of power show. You know us, we're the show that likes to lift you up and power you and push you forward, help you release that struggle and that tension. Yeah, yeah, how you doing today? I wanna talk to you before I bring on an amazing guest. OMG, you guys are gonna be so excited because you're gonna walk away with some things today that you'll be able to put into action immediately. I always love to inspire you to not just live each day, day by day, but to do like my friend Cinnamon says and, and, and make it your intention each and every day to get more life out of living and more living out of life. And it's been tough, right? The past year being in this pandemic, and I don't want to start the show without asking you, how you doing? How are you doing? How is your family doing? Are you guys really hanging in there through this time? And I know we have listeners out there that you know have have had this stuff and their families and possibly lost family members, so for those of you that may be listening, if you have friends or family that you've lost, uh, Raven International Media Empire and amazing women and men of power family, we send you our deepest condolences. And and during this time until we get through this pandemic, I don't want to just dive into my show without speaking heart to heart, from my heart to yours. And And we hope you're doing well. With that said, I'm going to kind of, Lift up, lift us all up for a moment. And I want you to just take a deep breath with me. Just let's, let's just breathe together. Come on. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. And let's just, you know, kind of move your shoulders a little bit and do a little happy dance in your seat or stand up and stretch. And let... Whatever has you, like a tight grip on you right now, let's let it go. Let's just let it go. Let it go, let it go. And what we want to do is we want to bring out, even despite what we're going through now, because we do have control on how we handle things and what we're going to let stop our stun our growth or, or keep us from living our best life. I want you to still continue live your best life because you can okay so let's just be careful what we speak into existence watch our language and um find a way to keep pushing through your pain through the pain of all that we're going through through the through the depression through the sadness and let's let's just let's just try this for a moment right now with me okay Now that we've taken a deep breath, let's just stand up and I want you to take one big, gigantic step forward. And and when you take that step, let's just stretch our arms at the same time. We're going to take a gigantic step forward Mm -hmm. because from this point on, it's it's about stepping forward and it's about embracing the courage that we have within. And keep moving forward through the challenges, through the tough times, through the uncertain times. Keep moving forward, and um, keep your dreams alive. Yeah, keep your spirits up. Sometimes it's tough, and that may mean we had to step back from the news, step back from those things that um, are are bringing us down. And for me, I know it's news. I'm tired of crying. I'm trying to move forward. And I want to help you move forward too. Okay? So with that said, OMG, I've got just just a beautiful soul to bring to you today. A beautiful soul. And she's gone through some things now. But she has embraced her courage and she's come here today to to talk to each and every one of us, including me, how we can embrace our courage despite what we've gone through. All right. You ready? You might want to grab your favorite cup of tea on this one. So let me tell you about her. Her name is Jen Keller, and she is an amazing all in clarity facilitator. She's passionate, I mean, really passionate about sharing her message of joy, hope, courage with women. How perfect for amazing women and men of power, yeah? So men, you might want to go grab your woman right now and make sure, tag, tweet, whatever, get her here. But this is good for you too, because you'll understand more. She is a survivor of childhood emotional, physical, sexual abuse, and I know we have listeners that relate to this, and you're going to want to hear how she got through this. She's gotten through abuse, teen dating violence, and has lived with depression and PTSD since childhood. Now, she's very skilled and talented, despite all that that's happened. She's worked as a social worker, travel agent, and a consultant within healthcare. And currently, she's a badass. She owns a bar poker league in Austin, Texas, that has uh, 34,000, uh-huh, uh-huh, plus meetup group memberships. And she's helped raise, okay, If you stand and sit down, if you sit and stand up, because wait till you hear what she's helped raise. Ready? She has helped raise over seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for Austin's nonprofits with charity tournaments. I told you she's bad. Okay, She's been in the Army Reserve and ROTC ROTC and has a master's in business management study, so study sociology, anthropology and is graduated of Coach University. She is amazing. And uh, on top of that, she's a producer and host of her own podcast called Embracing Courage Podcast. Yeah. And author of upcoming book series by the same title, which shares inspiring stories of hope and resilience. I told you, You're gonna get excited about this. So it is my pleasure to bring on our amazing Women and Men of Power stage. Yeah, Jen Keller. Come on down Jen Keller. (music) (laughs) Hey Jen, how you doing?
2: Hi Raven. Wow, that was some intro.
1: <laughs> well, we like to make you feel like you're on the red carpet here. What can I
2: say? <laughs> I do feel like I'm on the red carpet. I don't feel like I dressed for this occasion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're doing everything. This is the virtual red carpet. But first of all, I just want to let's just give her applause again one more. And let me tell you why. We want to applaud you, Jen, because you have gone through it since childhood and you are you know a not just a survivor you're a thriver girlfriend you are indeed a thriver and you know i haven't went through what you have gone through i've gone through a lot of uh emotional abuse and some physical abuse but um not sexual and some of the things that you have and whenever I am connected with you in any way through clubhouse, mainly you, your spirits are always so up and, you know, no one would even think that you've gone through what you've gone through. And I got to ask you plain and simple,
2: how do you do that? Well, it's a little bit easier now because You know, growing up when you're in school, you have your personal life at home with your family. And then at school, you can excel in academics and sports. So it's very easy to hide the two and keep them separated. And then as I got older, you know, your world starts to not be as segmented, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so it took many, many years of therapy, a lot of great friends and mentorship. And, you know, where I finally am to a place where I can't change the past and I can only live fully in the moment. And I love to laugh and I love fun people and I love having fun. But if I keep living in the past and replaying those things, yes, yeah. it makes me part of who I am, but it's not going to control me or how I show up in the world anymore. I love what you just said. And
1: let's, let's, let's repeat that. It's not going to control you or how you show up in the world anymore. That's such a profound statement. I'm just curious, when did you make that decision? Because that is what we have to do
2: to get to that point, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm definitely still a work in progress. As you know, um, there are still spaces where I don't open or share my voice freely and even when you asked me to be a guest on your show I was like am I really ready (laughs) or am I going to totally clam up shut down and not be able to express myself intelligently (laughs) or authentically you know Mm -hmm. out of fear and so What happened, I think, for me, where it really changed for me, was two things. One, I uh, went through, after a 14-year relationship where we had built a very successful business, Uh, my partner left me and took all of our financial wealth (laughs) Everything we had built together. Mm. And I went to a very, very dark place after that. And I thought I would never find love again. Mm. And I did. With someone who accepts me, supports me, and he's 22 years younger than me. So um, Stella got a groove back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes she did Uh and you know that really showed me because I was very nervous and anxious when we first started seeing each other that you know at some point he's going to be like you know you're too much older than me you know I'm still young I have my life to live and he just had his 35th birthday we've got married a few years ago and so this year we're going on I think our 11 years in June wow. of the 11th year anniversary so I have you a found lot the
1: one. you found the one girl
2: yeah I have a lot to be thankful for you know when there's one person in this world that loves you and mm-hmm. honors you and mm-hmm. cherishes you yeah. it heals many wounds it
1: does and i'm looking at you guys this picture that um you sent me of you and your husband and you just see the love and the bliss in your life so yeah, I I've got one like that too. His name is Kalik. I call him Kalik baby. I call him Kaliki baby. <laughs> Kaliki baby. And but yeah, he was my fourth. I always tell people, you know, it you know if you've been married several times, skip number three and go straight to four if we can figure that out. <laughs> um, but I feel the same way. You know, he lights up my life, and I can tell you guys light up each other's life. And actually, Kalik and I light up each other's life too. And so. The, Both of us, I think, give people hope, right? Because I I remarried him when I was, I guess, 60, 65, you know, so, yeah, you know, and yours being how many years younger than you?
2: 22. 22,
1: yeah. And so it doesn't matter on age, you know, we put, you know, we put a lot of things out there and, and that's how we end up getting with the wrong people because we're not letting our heart lead, you know. We're just saying we have our idea in our head <laughs> of what yeah. love should look like, and it's usually the opposite. Well, I am just so happy that you found a young man and you got Stella got her groove back. We could say Jen got her groove back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you go, girl. What's his name?
2: His name is Danny, and it's just so awesome because he tells me, like, even when he was growing up, he watched the shows, you know, that would have been my generation, and mm-hmm. he loves it all. He loves the music, and he's mm-hmm. always had that as part of him. I think he was just born yeah, several decades old too late.
1: Reborn. We say, yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. That is so cool. Well, that's right. awesome. You know I chose the topic you have so many different amazing topics that you speak on and uh, just uh, let me just pause for a second and and tell everyone, if you are a person that. Has your podcast and you do or you do summits or when we get out of this mess, you do live events, you might want to grab something uh, to write with because before we let her go. She's going to let you know how you can get in contact with her. Cause you might want to have her on your show on your stage or something like that. Yet, you know, she is a in for sure when it comes to just being a, just an amazing person, Jen. And then, you know, just all those things that you talk about, I mean, embracing courage is what I, I chose, but she also talks about heart centered stroke patient advocacy going all in with your life, and we're going to squeeze in a question on that because I like that, and teen dating violence, okay, so yeah, I know we've got many people out there that have podcasts too, and that are looking for speakers for all kind of different things now, we're doing everything virtually, so I wanted to let them know that, just in case they need to leave early, I want you to know, yeah, yeah you want to bring her to your audience for sure. So if you're ready to dive in, I've got some things that I want to talk to you about and feel free this is a free to be me free to be you show our audience uh, they know that about us so you know you take it. I'll ask the questions you take it in whatever direction and however deep you want to go okay because we're so thankful that you're gonna you're here to share with us. so I want to know what was the the um the toughest of all the things you went through that um that you you just weren't sure you were going to get past that hurt past that pain and 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 what was the turnaround on it you know what did you do did you did you get uh, seek counseling did you read books like i know from my emotional abuse um And for some of the physical abuse, I delved into books and audio series because I just wasn't ready to see a counselor. I I was afraid I was messed up enough and I didn't need anyone to mess me up more. How was it
2: for you? You know, that's a very great question, Raven, because when I was younger in my teens... You know, my mother actually passed away from a stroke when I had just barely turned 18 and my uh, teen dating violence had begun my senior year of high school. And it continued after my mother passed away and I started to see a therapist and it was he was not a good therapist at mm all Mm. and I didn't know any better you know so I swore off of therapy and then when I was in college my depression got the best of me and a professor took me to see her friend who was a licensed psychologist and that was where I first experienced what a true counseling therapist professional could do to help you Mm -hmm. and from there you know I just found different therapists along the way I love reading books I loved learning about the human mind and I always was reading books about resilience and how people overcame things so much worse than me but their human spirit and that spark of life and creativity was still in them and I'm going to admit to you Raven and of course to your listeners I mean there were moments when I was going to give up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know how I would not choose life and um i say by the grace of god or by angels somebody always showed up with the right right words Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that gave me the courage to stay and to continue Mm -hmm. you know and um i pulled up the definition of courage that Webster's Dictionary has, and it's mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty, Mm. and, you know, I've walked in two worlds for so long, you know, excelling in academics or in business, and then privately, nobody knows what's going on because I'm the happy, fun, supporting gin and never sharing, you know, my past yeah. with yeah. people.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so when I started learning about podcasts, one day I was driving and I heard and saw Embracing Courage that that was supposed to be my podcast and so Raven that was actually over three years ago so I had the idea I bought the domain like my intuition and my gut and my soul knew that that's Mm -hmm. what I was supposed to do Mm -hmm. but having a podcast means you have to share your story with the world you have to own your truth and there were so many things that I was still jumbled up in my mind and tangled up in what if so-and-so finds out what if so-and-so hears this you know what's gonna happen in all of this Mm -hmm. and slowly but surely I think this goes back to your first question. The other thing that turned this around is that my younger brother had a stroke when he was 50 and he passed away when he was 52 and he never fulfilled his dreams Mm -hmm. and he never tried because he never resolved his childhood trauma. And so because of helping him and navigating the system with the insurance, the healthcare system, the legal system Mm -hmm. and caring for him, I realized so many people because of their childhood and their past, never get to get out of their cocoon and spread their wings and fly. And that was really the second most impactful thing that really started me on this path to where I even volunteered to apply to be a writer for podcast magazine, because I hadn't written since college. I loved it. But I didn't think anybody would want to read what I write. And, you know, here I am
1: and you do such a great job you know and on that and uh, we're gonna, we're going to hold that thought right there And um, we're going to come back and make sure we let people know about your column and that you wrote about me yeah <laughs> and about it and um just you know being able to get back to something that you're passionate about i'm so excited for you for that i know you must feel really awesome about it that you, you know, you are doing that now. You're not, like you said earlier, you're not letting your your circumstances of the past or even the present keep you from living, you know, your life and and controlling it and and stopping your dreams. You talked about resilience, you know, I love reading books and and listening to audios about resilience and and making that transformation and, and things like that. Um, When you're speaking with people about resilience, what's the one thing that comes to mind that um, you feel really helped you in stepping into you, you know, uh, into your courage, but also into being more
2: resilient? I want to say that I have spent a lot of time thinking about this, Raven, Mm -hmm. a lot of time (laughs) over, you know, 50 years of time, I think. And I just think that there is some spark of divine and hope Mm -hmm. that we come into this world with that no matter what family that you're born into, Mm -hmm. we do have a choice and You know, for me, my light, no matter how much in my mind I felt I couldn't go on, that spark was still in my heart. I'm going to share with you a story that I think points it all the way back. So according to my mother and um, her sister, once my mom passed away, she confirmed the story. My mother had two miscarriages prior to me being born and one was a set of twins and so she was actually advised to not get pregnant again so she did have a difficult pregnancy with me and at one point they thought they were going to lose me but obviously I'm here And so ever since I was little, maybe five or six was when I started hearing this, Mm -hmm. I really feel like I fought to be here. And I go back to that saying, there is a reason I'm here, Mm -hmm. no matter what was happening to me. (laughs) And, you know, I just hadn't gotten to the place of, fully coming into my own power and I still don't think I have but yeah. I'm a lot closer now than I used to be and I have a lot more to give and offer you know to the world
1: yeah that's awesome I'm, I'm just curious you mentioned books earlier that you like to um, read books like what, what's your favorite one that you feel, um, hey, let me let me correct that. What's your favorite one that you feel has had the biggest impact in helping
2: you to move forward? The biggest one, I would say there's really two. Okay, tell and us about One is um, Dan Millman. What is the title of it? I'll look it up real fast, but okay. the second one, is the dark side of the light chasers by Mm. Debbie Ford.
1: Oh, I love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And because I was reading spiritual books, I was reading psychology books, Mm -hmm. and I love books with vampires and werewolves. But when I read, especially because I worked in social work as Mm -hmm. well, Mm -hmm. when I read the dark side of the light chasers, Mm -hmm. I was like, finally somebody is addressing the dark side of being in a helping profession or being a spiritual seeker mm-hmm. and so that that book I read it probably I won't say every year but at least every other year
1: awesome did you find the other one yet before we yes move on? okay what is that
2: like? one it, is peaceful warrior peaceful warrior okay yes and they actually made a movie about it but it's really it's kind of fiction and it's Mm -hmm. kind of based on a true story but it's like a spiritual journey rising from the ashes spiritual awareness story
1: Awesome. I love books. My favorite—I don't know if you heard about it—is by Cynthia Kersey. It's called Unstoppable. And you were speaking earlier about how you like to read books of, of of people that you know are doing these remarkable things. And I remember reading this book at the hospital when I was um, by my mother's bedside, uh, and it was talking about how like 50-year-olds went back to school, and, uh, no, 80-year-old graduated from college something that they always wanted to do kind of like you were saying about getting back into your writing and they were just determined to do it and uh, people with no arms and you know and legs you know being able to do all these miraculous things you know things that most people would be scared of you know and it inspired me and inspired me that, wow, if they could could do this and they don't have any arms and legs, if they could do this and they're 80 years old and at that time I was like 55, you know, I still got, you know, time to do these things too. So the only thing is I have to make the decision that I'm going to do it and I'm going to live my best life and I'm going to accomplish my dreams, you know, and just like you, when I made that decision, you know, things turned around and, and just like you were saying, you know, it wasn't easy. You still go through the pain. You still go through the crying, especially, you know, the things that anyone that has experienced things like you. But, you know, for all of us, you know, our pain is our pain, right? You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It's our pain and it's difficult and it keeps us stuck. You know, so I want to move this conversation in the next uh, 10 minutes that we have to helping people get unstuck. Uh, and Jen to helping them really embrace their courage. But before I do that, let's just take a step backwards. Um, And I would love for you to really give us your definition of, um, you know, embracing courage. What does that mean? And then what does it take to do that?
2: That's an incredible question, Raven. And so for me, Embracing Courage, like I said, when it came to me, Mm -hmm. it was a message. One, of course, the name of the podcast, but it also became a personal mantra for me that every day when I woke up, how was I going to embrace courage in my life? And it can be something small, like let's say if I was doing a sales call to get a new venue for my poker league, I would have to embrace my courage, push fear to the side to show up, to be able to connect with the venue owner, and make a sale and do a pitch to get them to enroll in my vision of Mm -hmm. what I could bring to their restaurant or bar. And so in every little moment, it's really about embracing courage. And, you know, I'm an introvert by nature. And when I meet new people, it's very difficult for me, but I constantly put myself in positions where I have to step outside of that box. Like at work, I train all the new employees. Well, I don't like talking to strangers, (laughs) but I am great at training. So I have a choice I can hide and pull back or I can step into who I am meant to be my talents and my skills by embracing courage and stepping forward there's still times when I'll step behind the curtain go hide. I think we all have moments like that yes yes mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know that's really what embracing courage is. And for everybody, I think it's just like happiness or sadness, we all have different levels of courage. Like if I see a car fall on a baby, that courage is gonna come fast to go rescue the baby. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's no thought in that. But for me particularly, It's more about the courage to do the things that I know will help me blossom as a fully thriving, limitless, unstoppable woman.
1: Love it. Uh, Love it, love it, love it. I told you she was an amazing woman (laughs) of power for sure. Okay, so those that are tuning in now, that have gone through a lot of stuff too. How do they begin to embrace that courage? What three steps do you recommend that they take? Not tomorrow, but right now, today.
2: Right now, today, write a love letter to yourself and not use any negative words You can write it to your younger self. You can write it to your current self, but use kind, loving, affirmative, positive words and highlight your successes. No matter how small to you they seem, just by writing that letter, it's amazing. And Raven, you actually gave me a great idea at the beginning of this. Mm -hmm. Yes, because... Yes, I made that one sheet, but I did it from my brain Mm -hmm. and it was a thing I had to do. But when you read it, I felt it and I was like, wow, I really did do that. Mm -hmm. So I'm Mm going to recommend everybody write some kind of description of things that you think you've done that may or may not make a difference and have a friend or a family member that you trust and love read it to you with love and joy in their voice and I felt like I just I don't know won a academy award or a grammy raven you <laughs> oh, just made you. me feel so special
1: thank you for that thank you for that well you deserve to feel special because you are You know, you're writing now for podcast magazine. Did you ever think of that That was going to happen? How do you feel about that? And tell us a little bit or share with the audience, because I know what your column is about and and just a little bit about that, because I want them, I want to take them to the light side, the uplifting side of the things you're doing now.
2: Well, I love writing for the magazine. When I was younger, all I would do is write, 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 And I always (laughs) wanted to write a book. And I always wanted to write for a magazine. Mm -hmm. You know, you watch those movies of women that work for a magazine in New York City and, you know, They only really show them working at fashion magazines, but that wasn't really what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I wrote in college for my college paper and I loved it. And so when this opportunity came up, I remember the categories that were still available. And I contacted Steve Ulsher, who is the founder. And I didn't even know what society and culture category was. And I said, I like society stuff. I have a background in sociology and anthropology, but I don't want anything to do with culture. If it's like Hollywood culture, that's how naive I was. I didn't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. And his first response to me was go check the Apple and look at what kind of podcasts are in society and culture. That's
1: awesome. And it was a fit for you.
2: It is an incredible fit for me because Mm -hmm. I have met some of the most amazing, resilient, incredible people that I could ever dream of. I did get to interview Alan Alda from MASH. He's in his 80s. And if I can be like him, when I'm in my Mm eighties, I will be the happiest eight year old on earth.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. That's wonderful. Boy, I know that that had to make you feel good. I mean, you are accomplishing all these things and I want to share with you guys, you can get a free subscription, but you got to hurry. You can, this is kind of like the backdoor link to it by going to podcast magazine. I think it is slash free. Um, I, depending on when you're listening to this, if you go there and it's not free, it's not going to cost an arm and a leg. You can do it. It's going to be worth it. And if you aspire to have a podcast, get it. You'll learn so much, but you know what? This podcast is for people that like this magazine, rather is for the fans that, people that love to listen to podcasts because it takes you beyond the microphone. It's what Steve Olsher, the editor-in-chief, says, and it really does. And so you're going to, you know, some of your top podcasts out there, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, just all kind of different podcasts out there. You will be able to not just learn how they grew their podcast or what inspired them to have it, but you're going to also learn some of the -the behind-the-scenes things they do. As Steve says, right, Jen, beyond On the microphone, and you'll be surprised. And you'll love it. So make sure you go to Podcast Magazine forward slash free and read her column, especially in April.
2: (laughs) Yes, because I had the honor of interviewing Raven, and I think that we definitely went beyond the microphone and that your audience is going to learn about you and who you really are at your heart and your soul and i can't wait for your audience to read this article
1: i'm excited i can't wait to read it either <laughs> it was so awesome uh for you to um you know feature me in my birthday month <laughs> so thank you so much for um saying yes and and featuring me i really appreciate it well our time has gone so fast you do so much i want to have you on one of our other shows to talk about the business jen keller because girl i'm I'm just going to scroll back for those of you that that are just now joining we are talking to jen keller she's an all-in clarity facilitator and you know you heard a little bit about her story and how she not uh, you know I don't look at her as a survivor. I look at her as a a thriver. She's gone beyond the surviving part. She's thriving. She's gotten and pushed past, not forgotten, not still, you know, has the pain, but she has moved forward. She's not letting emotional or physical or sexual abuse or teen dating violence, you know, or even having depression and living in that and PTSD. She's not letting that control her life. She's getting more life out of living and more living out of life by pushing forward no matter what. And one thing that she's really done that's amazing, I can't wait to have her on one of my business shows. And any of you that have business podcasts, you might want to have her on to talk about this because she has helped raise over seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for Austin nonprofits and charity, and she owns a bar poker league in Austin. And Texas has over what was that forty thousand or uh, thirty-four thousand uh, meetup group members? Wow! It's Can 30... we just say that backwards? <laughs> wow!
2: It's not. It's not thirty-four thousand it's 3,400, that's
1: still a lot. That's still a lot for a meetup group. That's a lot. Okay. So correction on that, (laughs) 3,400 on that. But, uh, and she, uh, like I said earlier, you know, she talks to, a heart centered about heart centered um, stroke people on how to get past stroke. I mean, your mom had a stroke, your your brother had a stroke, you lost them both. Oh, there's so much. I mean, you got so much that I want to bring you back and uh, again and again and again and again. I got thank God I have a, a podcast and radio station and TV station because I can pick all kind of shows to bring you on, and I got thirty hosts that would love to have you too. So will you come back? And grace all your insights and stuff. Awesome. Before we go, there was one thing that stood out on your one sheet. Um, and I really was like, do I want to go with embracing courage or this? And that is going all in with your life. And so I would like for you to share real quickly um, what that means and how you, how our listeners can start going all in with their life
2: thank you Raven for that question so you know people saying I'm all in I'm all in has kind of become a catchphrase over Mm -hmm. the past many years but for people that don't play poker they may not realize what saying I'm all in really means yeah yeah so That was back on.
1: Sorry about
2: that. Go ahead. Yeah. And it ties into embracing courage because when you are playing poker and you say I'm all in, Mm -hmm. you are risking everything Mm -hmm. that you are so sure and so confident whether you are bluffing or not that you are making a decision to go all in. And just to make a simple example, let's just say I'm playing poker and I have $10,000 on the table. When I Mm -hmm. say I'm all in, I am making a decision to push $10,000 in towards the middle of the table. And if I lose, I'm not getting that back. So when I say going all in with your life it's making a decision and a choice to go a hundred percent all in full courage and stand in that place of certainty
1: yeah be in it to win it <laughs> All exactly, the way. get off the bench, get <laughs> off the sidelines, and go full force. That's why I always say don't wait to be great, do it now, and don't put off tomorrow anymore what you can do today. You know, living the best life is living today, full out. You know, my friend Cinnamon says, we make it our intention each and every day to get more life out of living and more living out of life. Isn't that profound?
2: I love that. When you I know said I do it too. The first I said. time, <laughs> I was like, I need to write that down. Well, put I actually asked
1: her, could I borrow it? And I immediately put it on my voicemails and everything. So that's why I always give her credit. And she went through lots of brain surgeries and, you know, having to sign that dreaded paper, you know, that if, it, mm-hmm. you know, that she realizes that, you know, she may not come out of this. And I was like, how do you keep your spirits up? And she says, Raven, you know, I make it my intention each and every day to get more life out of living and more living out of life. I'm like, I love that. Can I put that on my voicemail? I'll give you credit. <laughs> and yeah. it, it doesn't it even make you smile when you say it, you know, you just feel Yes. It. it really does. You have been an amazing guest. Let me just say, thank you so much for being so vulnerable and authentic and just, you know, really speaking from your heart to our audience. What do you guys got to say about that? What do you to say? oh yeah i agree jen <laughs> all that bag of chips and some m&ms on the side thank you jen for being with us tell everybody where they can uh, find out more about you and and possibly if they're smart bring you on their podcast their telesummit, summit and when we get out of our cages <laughs> bring you to the live events
2: oh well thank you raven um, my email is hello at embracingcouragepodcast.com. And if your listeners are on Clubhouse, they can usually find yeah. me with you. At <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, my handle on Clubhouse is at joy, hope, courage. And of course, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at embracing courage.
1: I love it. And thank you for embracing your courage and stepping into your power. And like you said, not letting the things in the past or even the things that may happen in the future uh, slow you down and control your life. We are so, so honored to have you on our network. Hey, everyone, you've been listening to amazing women and men of power and to my friend Jen <laughs> talking about embracing courage. So please go out there and stay- Step into your power and embrace your courage because it's within you. So, I was looking up quotes about courage and I thought I would combine a few, okay? Courage is knowing what not to fear. Courage is found unlikely in unlikely places. Courage conquers all things. It even gives strength to the body. Courage is like love. It must have hope for nourishment. And courage is grace under pressure, Hey. You've got all that you need with inside you to step into your power and do just like Jen Keller, myself, and many others have done and embrace the courage within. I'm Raven Blair Glover, Raven, the talk show maven. On behalf of Jen, my friend, and myself, we want to wish you a beautiful day and please, please stay safe. Bye.